Good evening, everybody. We got a special crew tonight um, to talk about the awesome Kickstarter comic we got going on right now. That is Cthulhu Invades Wonderland. We got four of the creators here. Um, so I'm going to bring them all in and do some introductions. Uh, Travis, of course, and Matt, welcome back to the channel. Uh, had you guys on for various things over the last year. Uh, and Daniel, welcome to the channel. Hey. Um, go ahead and uh, do some introductions of who you are, what other things. I know you're all involved in lots of different comic projects. And then we'll talk about the awesome anthology that you all are involved in um, over on Kickstarter. Well, I think we should start with Daniel first because Daniel yeah. has something live. So while me and Matt talk, they can they can be searching Daniel's stuff and just listening. Right, let me get to. Let me get to uh, yep, uh, I'm Dale Calvin. I'm the writer creator of American Dreams and also of Night Wrath, which is currently on Kickstarter. It's a '90s influenced action adventure antihero tale about a man with like zero confidence, gets kidnapped, experimented on, turned into a giant purple rage monster, and has a conflict, kind of because he's this big homie guy. And while he's brash and bold, he still has that really unconfident core to his personality, which leads to an interesting clash of person internal interior internal internal clash. And uh, this is why I should practice this stuff, people. <laughs> um, and we are literally a, less just under a week from uh, finishing up the campaign right now. Yeah, and actually, I already was uh, was backing it. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I actually have. Uh, seen the artist's work before. Uh, Esquivo, right? Uh, yeah. Am I saying his name right? Yeah, um, Gabe Santos, aka Esquivo Art. Yeah. Uh, so I love his art. So it looks really cool on there. Let me. Um, but he just got signed to something fancy. Oh, yes. yeah. He's yeah. working with. Uh, what's his name? Um, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, yeah. He gave Blade. And like he didn't even tell me he was working on this. Like he told me all oh, working on something big before we can start really start issue two, but I can't tell you what it is yet. I'm like, okay. And, like I, yeah. figured, I figured it. I knew it had to be something big because NDAs and everything. I figured, but I didn't think it was going to be big. Yeah, I mean, look at his art is just the the lines in it. I don't know if I've put this into the screen yet. No, I didn't. It's a screen uh, share button. There we go. I I hit share the screen and it didn't auto share. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, I, you got such a good artist on here to tell this story. And he's my co-creator. He helped create the characters and the story, so he gets definitely gets the co-creator credit. Plus, our, how I wrote it was basically I did a Marvel style, and I just quote unquote because basically I did a page by page breakdown. He went on through the pages, and I went back and did all the dialogue panel by panel. So it's very much a co-creation between the two of us. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a style we don't really get to see too much anymore. And uh, Brennan, uh, Brennan will be on the channel on Monday. Talk about his Kickstarter. Nice. Yeah, I'm setting something to go with him as well. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Oh, and uh, for Cthulhu Invades Wonderland, I write the Toto story. <laughs> yeah. Anything else uh, that you want to add about um, Night Raid? Wrath. Wrath. Sorry. I knew I was going to do that, too. They did it on comicbook.com, too, so I'm like, ooh, so close. And they didn't even link the campaign. 
I mean, wrath. Honestly, Knight Wrath sounds cooler because he's bringing bringing some wrath. Yeah, it's a really fun action tale. Like people, like some people say, oh, nineties. Like the art, it's supposed to get that old action adventure feel. I promise you, it's a very much a modern, you know, sensibility to the tale, and it just we just have a lot of you know, action packed fun while we have pathos, lots of pathos. <laughs> <laughs> Was there any any inspiration that I mean besides some of those '90s ideas that drew you to to create this character? Was there it, something? it was a back and forth between me and Gabe because I said I wanted to work with him and we had a, we, I didn't yeah. have something right away, so I said let's co-create. So we went back and forth and we he showed different designs for different ideas he had, and I, I we kind of mashed a few of those ideas together and he went back and he drew that concept art you showed at the beginning, yeah. and I was like, yeah, that's it. And I started writing. And originally it was called Savage Night. And we were like inking like page three or four with our anchor David Rivera. I'm like, we we're both like, we might have to change the name. Savage Night doesn't just quite roll off the tongue, or it just sounds a little awkward. So Night Wrath got renamed to Night Wrath. That that does that does roll off the tongue better. Yeah. I agree. Well, I'm excited. I see you have reached the goal, but come on, we can always go more. We can always go more on that. Oh yeah. Um, but congrats on the on getting it to the funding level. That's nice. awesome. Um, so everyone that's watching now or, or watching later, listening later, go check out Night Wrath on Kickstarter. Uh, right now the link's in the live chat, but uh, later I'll edit and I'll add that in with the links uh, down below in the description. Cool. It is pretty sick, and I'm I'm so proud of uh, Daniel for how high his numbers are and, and what he's bringing in for a superhero book. Makes me want to unlock that superhero book idea that I've got in my head. Like, I keep seeing it. I'm just like, is there isn't there enough indie superheroes? Like, nobody's doing crime and all the stuff that I'm doing. Not <laughs> a lot of people are doing voodoo. That's that apparently is a thing. I wasn't aware. <laughs> there there is literally since I've done Voodoo Nations a voodoo thing like every two months on Kickstarter. <laughs> Like right now, this voodoo cowboy. I don't Ooh. know if he's a cowboy. Yeah, Brennan, definitely check it out. Looks looks like it's gonna be a really awesome one. Matt, you want to go? Or do you want me to go? Uh, let me let me go next since you're the uh, the main the main man for for Cthulhu. Oh, um, you're the main man, Matt. <laughs> uh, so my name is Matt Coon. I am a comics creator. Uh, to this point, uh, most of my work has been done in writing. Um, I will have a art story coming out soon um, in Jeff Weber's uh, Stupid Kids Anthology. I, I actually put my art uh, to that. So, um, And I'm a publisher. I have uh, Ageless Press, which has done a couple of books on Kickstarter. And I am also a podcaster. Um, I do the Constructing Comics podcast. And I wrote in Cthulhu Invades Wonderland, I wrote the book or the story called fog of war which features the queen of hearts battling a bunch of spiders Fancy. i i apparently i i apparently everything i do people are fighting spiders i i don't know what's, what's <laughs> going on there. there's a theme. Did you talk about this the the source for press book coming out Yes, yeah, so the I have a book uh, called Metal Eagle. Um, you know, everything is signed with uh, SourcePoint. They just want everything done before we can solicit it. Uh, it's called Metal Eagle, 
um, I had the idea that the CIA formed a heavy metal band to go around Eastern Europe and, and parts of Europe to uh, do some spying. So, you know, the front operation is that they're, they're heavy metal rockers. It's the, the early 90s, you know, uh, hair metal's on its way out. Um, Nirvana's about to hit, but we, we still have a few uh, years of uh, hair metal to go on. So they're, uh, they're, they're spies and they are not so great uh, heavy metal rockers. Um, so that's about halfway done on my part with Gonzalo. Uh, it's going to be four issues. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. Thanks, Travis. No, no. I, I think it's really important, especially Spark and Spock's audiences. He he loves Behemoth and Sourcepoint and Scout. Yeah. Like that's, that's yeah. the people watch the show want to know about your book. I read, was it issue three? Yeah, you read the the script for for three. Uh, yeah. The first the first page is being drawn now. So yeah, 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 yeah. I, I loved it. Uh, you know, uh, we're in a little writers group, and I gave him some feedback, and uh, it, it's great. I, I'm so excited about that book and what it what it what it involves, and it's very similar to what we're talking about today. Some of the yeah. stuff. Yeah. And and uh, and Travis, thanks for my reminder. I have uh, I have what uh, two days to to get you your uh, your notes back, right? Yeah, just just put uh, spelling is horrible and just send it back, and you'll always be fine, Matt. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I love that you're in like all different parts of comic creation. You got writing, you got some art now going, and you're on the publishing side with with Ageless. So trying everything out. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm one Boy. of those those weird people where if I'm if I'm not uh, working the day job, I'm I'm trying to do something. To, to, to make comics in, in, you know, any, any number of fashions. So he's also a super good looking. I make fun of it. So that's why he stopped, you know, he started wearing the things and trying to cover it up in the glasses, but he normally does his hair for me and he's all pretty. He's, he's, <laughs> he's now he, it's there. He, it's so I know that it's still there, but no, not everybody's going to just draw attention to it. No, it's, it's very gray though. So <laughs> It's a Reed Richards look. It's good. It's nice. <laughs> we, we've got some old footage of him on the channel, so go go check out the you know the interviews before where we had talked about Moss Vale and we talked about um, Dino Thrashers. So you see got the evolution of the the evolution of the swoop of my hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess it's me, huh? It's you now. So I do a book called Grant State Punk, which is my latest book. We're gonna go backwards. Grant State Punk. Uh, well, the latest one's not on Kickstarter. Well, the latest one that's been done, Great Estate Punk, right there. Very good book. Highly recommend. It's super good. Uh, broke down in four dead bodies. I'm not going in order because I just changed my mind. Uh, that's all done, all four issues of that. Voodoo Nations was behind Jeremy right there, a beautiful cover of issue two. Um, uh, issue three is done. I just actually just sent it to him privately in the, the private chat, which is really cool. Uh, expired, by the way, Jeremy, which you have a character in. He bought a character of... Uh, oh, expired's there. It's shiny. I can't it's see It's shiny, it. yeah. Yeah, it's too shiny. It's metal. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, the metal cover. Uh, expired is... The script for issue two is done, and uh, it's... We're waiting on Matt. That's it. Like, that's... Uh, I, I, I'm, the, I'm, 
I'm the one that's nearly on time uh, every month in this group. I, I I see the messages about everybody else's who's late. I'm the one that's uh, on time most of the time. Travis. Are you talking just because I had to do three last <laughs> three three weeks worth? Is that you, what you're were, you, you were pretty behind. You were pretty behind. <laughs> Uh, but uh, expire the script is done. Uh, wait, like I said, wait on Matt. Once Matt's done, we'll we'll get that in production. <laughs> um, and what we're here for is the epic, epic book. The book that Jeremy came to my table is like, you're not Scout, but tell me about this shenanigans. Because <laughs> yeah. I hung out with the Scout. Because me and Scout are we're, we're tight. We're crew. Uh, I I think that's what they say in the streets. Uh, we're crew. I'm crew with Scout. Um, you came over and you saw a book. You're like, this Cthulhu invades Oz. Didn't look like this, but this is a, a version yeah. of the book. I had, uh, I think I had, uh, it was an orangish cover. I yeah, got all you, your stuff over in a box. <laughs> yeah, you you won't have this one. This is a creator's cover. Yeah. We only give this to the creators. But yeah, no, like don't have that fancy one. Oh, I did, um, I did the glow in the dark one. That's the, the one I have. Uh, so you came up to me and you're like, uh, let's check out this book. And I sold it to you. You enjoyed it. Came back, talked to me, bought my other stuff. Yep. And now we are live with Cthulhu Invades Wonderland. And it is blowing up. It's at 37 almost $38,000. Uh, it is, yeah, see, look, almost 38 672 backers, seven days to go. It's on the last week. Like uh, and it is killer. We have three covers. We have... 70 plus creators we have uh 36 stories it's crazy like two hours ago there were 666 backers yeah i don't know if you saw the tweet or not yet but i i, I had to tweet about it because i was pulling everything up and i saw 666 and i was like this is this is perfect <laughs> and already that quickly six more backers on there which is yeah awesome. we're having a great night uh we're having a great night Things are going good. I don't know if it's probably it's probably because I think Cthulhu's hard to spell just ended. I think it just ended. I think people jumped over, just jumped up a little bit more. But yes. Rebecker. Did, it, did it just end? Yeah, I just got yeah. the I just got the uh, email wow. that I funded. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Cthulhu hard to spell just. Fun, yeah, right? that's today. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I swear, I looked at it. and I thought there was like. Uh, several days left on that one too, but no, cool. no, no. I think it just ends today, so you cannot yeah. put the bookmark any longer. You have, we have, you have lost your opportunity uh, by like minutes. By the way, not like <laughs> by like literally like ten minutes. So right, yeah, right before the broadcast. Um, but yeah, yeah. So this really cool book is right here. But if you did back it, if you did make it, you can now back this to make sure you get the bookmark. So. Make sure you you get it out. But yeah, this is get a killer book. There's yeah. uh there's also a crossover with uh Rob Malteri's uh Nightwolf, which are which is live as well. Um for for a print, right, Travis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a really cool Nightwolf print. Uh which is there. We've unlocked uh two stretch goals. Um it's on the front of the campaign, Jeremy. Oh, I was looking for that. Yeah, yeah, you can go there too. Yeah. I knew it was in those. So that's where I was looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, that's a cool print. I, I, I think it's awesome. Uh, we're mm -hmm. talking about making it a T-shirt. That's how awesome we think it is. <laughs> nice. um, it's very, very cool. So we recommend if you back both of them at physical level, you get that. I also wrote in volume one of his trade. I wrote a, a four four page epic. 
I consider it like the civil war of uh, Nightwolf, like the, the high epic storyline that, you know, they made the movie of infinity gauntlet, you know, stuff like that. Dark Phoenix saga, you know, the, all the epic things. It's basically those four pages are basically that for Nightwolf. Uh, you know, when it comes to, you know, history, Ramatari will be like a footnote and they'll talk about the four pages I did, you know, forever. <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. So what brought out the whole idea originally of these anthologies with Cthulhu? What what started that, that creative process? Well, um, we had just... Uh, finished uh, Burke Down and Four Dead Bodies. And I had talked about wanting to partner with some of my favorite writers and creators and trying to figure out how to do that. And I saw that anthologies did pretty well on Kickstarter. Um, and anthologies, by the way, making this kind of money, Matt's been around as long, Matt and Daniel Bowman are, most anthologies back in the day were making like 10, right? You guys yeah. remember that? Like 10 was like high for an anthology. Now anthologies hitting 30 and 40 is actually not unheard of. But mm -hmm. back back a few years ago, like 10 was high for an anthology. You know, you were pretty proud of 10. You got 20, oh my God. Um, so my wife said, what kind of anthology would you do? And I said, just combine Cthulhu with anything and it'll sell on Kickstarter. Um, so I literally came up with a concept of what it was. And what I did that was unique versus other people's stuff. And because you've read it, you kind of know. I don't just do anthologies. I don't really care for anthologies, not because I think they're bad. In fact, I, I participate in a whole bunch of them. I just, I hate when you get an anthology and you don't like a story mm -hmm. and it kind of ruins the taste of it or, or kind of uh, makes you not like it as much. Because uh, there's always like one that you're like, ooh, that that doesn't belong here. That art, that's got to be his friend or whatever the case would be. So when I did anthology, I don't want anyone to ever feel that about my book. So what I did was made it a single story. So the beginning, middle, and end in the anthology. Mm -hmm. So you have to decide you hate the whole book or not, <laughs> right? You can't just hate one story. You know, you could go, oh, that story is not my favorite. But you can't hate the book because of one story. You have to hate the whole book if you hate one story. It's a, it's a deep strategy. And then the the other secret sauce to that, Jeremy, if you're ever doing it yourself, hire people who are more talented than you. So <laughs> when you're that bad story, you're going to be elevated because they can't hate it because of those other talented people. You see? And, like, well, and you're the one that put it all together. So therefore, your story right. can't be bad. Right. Exactly. Even if it is bad, it can't be bad because <laughs> I put everything together. It just wouldn't make sense that my story would be bad in the under those parameters. Yeah, I, I get it. I 100% I, I understand. Right. And so it's a long con is basically what it is. It's a long ass <laughs> con. I mean, yeah. but we do have evidence from all of your other books that you are talented. You write good stories. Grand State Punk was amazing. Um, well, thank you, sir. I can't wait to get the physical copy. I know. Um, I think that the, the one that I backed that I, I won't get that till a little bit later. I think, I think there no, was something. We'll see. So here's the situation. Or is that punk. There's, there's a missing patches. The yeah. patches, when I ordered them, I was not aware that I was ordering from China because um, I wouldn't have ordered them. Uh, and not because like I'm, I'm racist or anything like just, I fear things getting stuck 
like yeah. they are right now mm-hmm. in customs. Yeah. So now they have been in customs since March 27th. So okay. like two weeks, basically. Uh, and it, nobody can give me answers. They're like, oh, they'll get back to you in two to three days. It's it's past two to three days. Like, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Uh, so these things really stress me out. I don't mind paying extra money to not have this happen. Uh, but I was not aware. So now they're stuck. So I'm sending out people who just backed at the lowest tier first, because then I can just resend send the patches. Yeah. No big deal. And then the bigger tier, since, since you have all the other stuff and I have to back your shipping anyway. Yeah, just throw it all together. Right. Yeah. No, I remember seeing the the thing. It was like, let me know if you like absolutely have to have it right now. And I was like, send it all together. Right. Um, so, so I'm going to send it and then um, I'm going to send any mess. I'm going to send them probably next week everything. Because I, because it's stuck, and then I'll go. Hey, if you backed uh, Wonderland, I'll make sure it's in that package. If you did not, I'll send it to you. Cool. Awesome. I'm I'm excited because it was cool to read it digital, but it's always better to read it physical. I think yeah. you got the nice the metal, right? I did. I went. I I usually go all in. Honestly, uh, your yours and and Matt's Kickstarters. I'm usually I've all usually in. been all in pretty nice. much. Yeah, I, I, I started backing you guys. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I think for for Mossvale, you uh, you got a an art page coming your way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Travis is uh, the other Travis's. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, which that was super cool opportunity. I I didn't go all the way to to Lewis's uh, sculpting, but I have some of his sculpting already. I thought about it when I saw it, uh, and I, I'm not even into that stuff. I was like, "Ooh, all right, let's." See. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we should we should arrange because um, we've talked about like even like smaller scale sculpts to 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 move the price down. So like, uh, yeah. yeah, that's something something you want to do in the future. We we could hook that up. Like he could do. Oh, and he's done some Alice stuff before, so. Ooh. If you're looking to add something the last week, all right, maybe you could talk to him. Um, because I just worry about shipping for those things. That's that those things scare me for shipping. Yeah, that is true. But uh, he's also done some. Um, let me let me show you real quick um, while we're or just talking about this. Uh, I, I don't know if you the the Diner Thrashers guy is up behind me. I don't know if you can see that. Done, let's go. I'll go. Oh yeah, the little jewel here. box. He does these two for like little cover recreation. So that's like the something's killing the children. Um, it's like one of the reprints. Interesting. Um, so that's a, a cheaper shipping, safer to ship kind of thing versus right. this where he took uh, the Noctera cover and created that. But that's dope. Yeah. No, but that was, yeah, the fact that he was making the characters come to life of Mossville was super cool. Yeah, he sent Noah and I a, a video one time where he found a, uh, like, a light for, like, a, you know, Christmas ornament, and he put it in the staff of the, the you know, Nigel the Wizard, and it, it lights up and stuff like that, so. Oh, is this yours? Uh, the battery might be dead on it, but uh, this this, yeah, it's very faint now. This was lighting up, and then her visor lights up Ooh. as well. Okay. So he's gotten super, like, every time he makes something, it's, like, the next level. 
-hmm. And it's all clay, different things, different like clay-like materials. Forget. Yeah. I don't remember all the the things that he uses, but um, super cool. So yeah. We're grabbing burger. Uh, so coming back to the the Cthulhu would look cool as a as a as a uh, clay sculpture. Yeah, I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, Cthulhu yeah. is, uh, he's just a massive beast. And tramping, all, trampling his way through Wonderland this time. So we had, I, I, I've heard there's there's a talk of his next adventure as well. Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We announced it at the end of the campaign. So um, we announced it, uh, so not the end of the campaign, when we funded uh, we have started pre-production for Cthulhu Invades uh, Neverland. We invited our first uh, first person over. Um, if you'd like to know who it is, he has uh, graciously accepted, and that is Charlie Stickney from White Ash. Nice. So uh, nice. White Ash is now uh, he's going to be uh, the first thing. Um, so he's going to be the first announcement uh, officially in the team. The only other announcement we announced is Emily. I don't know. If, do you know the story of Emily for, for Cthulhu? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. So Emily wrote, drew my Cthulhu, Dorothy, in uh, for my story in Cthulhu Vids, Oz. She I was, think I might. She was at the, at the time 14 years old. Mm -hmm. She is now 16, and she's drawing. She drew a tale in Wonderland. Uh, she drew the March Hare. And she will be 18 when we do Neverland. Uh, and what's interesting about that is Dorothy was 14, uh, Alice is 16, and uh, Wendy is 18. Not Wendy. What is it? Is it? No. Who is? Uh, no, it's Wendy. It is Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is 18. So, like, it's her trajectory of her life. So we we had That's to so have cool. the last one because it's kind of like she doesn't realize it because she's too young, but this is an encapsulation of your life. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> that, yeah. That is super, super cool. And I'm sure you're getting to see some of like her art progression too. Over oh yeah. Yeah. She's getting better and better and better. Yeah. That's awesome. Travis, uh, you want to tell everybody to, to send their pitches in for that? No. I don't. <laughs> nice try, though. Nice try. I'm joking. I'm joking because I remember the post when you announced it and you said there's limited characters. So, you know, I no mean, no pitches. And then everybody pitched you under the uh, right, right, under yeah, the, no. the post. I mean, I have an idea, but I'm doing that for now. <laughs> yeah, people have sent me pitches day one. They're like, I know you said no pitches, but here. <laughs> okay. Let me just pitch you something. <laughs> Maybe oh, if you read it, that's the secret. <laughs> I don't read it. That's the secret. <laughs> and here's part of the list, or is this the full list of everybody? That's not the full list. No, no. Yeah, because no. there's more. Oh. Yeah, if you go down to the bottom and go through every single one, uh, you, you do kind of get the full list, but. I think I right, I highlighted something and it turned it into a you, comment. Yeah, you, you hit like go to comment or something. Yeah. That's fine. Here we go. We're back here. Yeah, but I mean, some of the highlights are in there. You know, we got Matt Cudd, who's in here. We got Daniel. Uh, both those guys are great uh, indie creators. Uh, Carl Moline does has done Buffy, Avengers. We've got oh, Stan yeah. Yak. He does Broken Gargles, Rain, a whole bunch of stuff. Chris Mad, No Heroin, 
Rob Tardy, Nightwolf, Russell, Russell uh, Nulty's is Inkabod, and Jamie's Binary Star, Kurt Belcher's Rotten Tail for Source Point. And you got me, you've got Chuck with Bial, you've got a lot of the Mad Cave people. We got uh, Brian Hawkins, um, yeah. Study Williams, and David Galliano. Um, we've got people from everywhere, every walk of life. We've got Luke Stone who did uh, Voodoo with me. Uh, all sorts of really cool people who've done all sorts of really cool things. And that's what I love about these anthologies is it's it's that wide range. You've got the the indie, true indie like Kickstarters, and then you've got the indie that are doing like the small publishers all mixed in here. And then like Carl, who's done lots of cool things. Um, I, I was it. Did you ever get your art? Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought this uh, was going to be a bad story. I was no, like, no, 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 no. It was a good story. And then, uh, well, I actually tried to say hi to him again at uh, at Baltimore, but he he was busy most of the time, uh, and he was like, he I saw him take, taking time to like look at people's sketchbooks and things and, and provide advice. So that was that was cool to see that. No, he is awesome. He's always giving me advice. Even like if I do too many typos in a post, he'll be like, "Hey, man, you are right on the cusp." Of, of if a Marvel and DC guy sees up many typos on your Facebook, you know, you may not make it. I was like, then they probably didn't read my other material. Like, <laughs> like do I really want? <laughs> oh, but yeah. So, so I'm just scrolling through some of the uh, the different covers. So many. Yeah, that's the, ver that's the first one's a standard. Uh, that's by Etienne. Uh, the second one is The Virgin, or as somebody named it, the Pictionary cover. So it does say what the title is if you play Pictionary. Because Cthulhu, was, he's invading he Wonderland. I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> um, for those uh, watching live, the link to this is in the chat. And it's uh, also in the description if you're watching this on the replay. Yeah, it's uh, the easy one is CthulhuInvades.com. You know, uh, CthulhuInvades.com. Super easy to find. Uh, and I don't that know is why. I just really love this, the way he's stealing the, the watch. Yeah. Uh, and that's just like the hardcover, the last one. So if you look close, the little lines on there, it's because it's drawn on a uh, – it's it's on a canvas. It's a big canvas photo that's done mm -hmm. on top of a um, uh, Alice in Wonderland book. I like it's that. Kind of, that's kind of a signature thing that he's did. He's he did one for bro, for uh, my broke down series too. Have I ever showed you that? I don't think so. I'll show you. It's on my wall. I can bring it and make me big. Um, I think I need to be bigger than that. I need to be full size. All right. There we go. Can I see it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, nice. Wow. Pulp Fiction one. Uh, and this is a cover from Calabunga Comics. If you want to look it up from Jacksonville, you can get it from there. And they're exclusive, but it's built on broke down four dead body pages. If you look, huh? So That's it's pretty cool. cool. He took um, he took some old, he took some of the black and whites and made a a, a Pulp Fiction homage for it. That that is awesome. Yeah, highly nice recommend buying it. It's very very cool. And you can you you get something new from it every time you look at it. But yeah, that's the Cthulhu Vades Wonderland version. The and he did the same thing for Oz. I mean, you gotta put that in in the description. Why is it gonna be so awesome? 
<laughs> why, why is this book going to be? Why? It's 200 pages, it's hardcover, there's some UV spotting on some covers, a glossy art page, there's all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. And and the 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 crew that you brought for this one, I think you know, the crew in the first the first one was awesome. All the creators that you had and that and then you brought kind of even brought better and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, one of the things we failed to do in the first one, it's not that we had bad art. It's just we didn't have people who leveled up in the art game. Like mm -hmm. we had people who were doing lots of Kickstarters and maybe a small thing at Scout or small thing at Source One, where this time we brought people who have fan favorite books like No Heroin, Chris Mad, Kyle Moline for stuff. Um, who else we got? I got Stan Yap doing mine. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we bought some people who are on that next level of art and even some people you haven't heard of like uh, jesus c kong uh, jesus c kong sorry uh, <laughs> uh he is amazing uh does some all, all sorts of amazing stuff so i think it'd be really cool and we have um the first 24 pages there too mm -hmm. or 24 pages from that yeah so if you're on the fence you want to see what it's all about you can go there check out the preview for what's inside the book and uh Gets yourself uh, into the world of Wonderland. No, isn't isn't there a meme? I just saw something. I swear the other day there was like a meme with like this setup with those doors. Oh, there's like the Grim Reaper going. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Sorry, that just like I saw that, and that was the thing that came to my head was the three doors and the Grim Reaper. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I, I, uh, I Russell's very smart, so I assume so. So Travis, we also have like uh, you know like pinup artists uh, in the book, mm -hmm. right? Because I know that like my my partner on constructing comics, Noah, yeah, um, did one. Um, do you uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about uh, people who did pinups? Yeah, we have an update on it. Noah's isn't in there because I'm still kind of hiding Noah's a little bit. Uh, okay. Not he can, I said he could show it off on his stuff, but I'm kind of hiding it. But there's an update that just shows some of the pinup art, yeah, which is really cool. Uh, let's go there then. Yeah, when I when I, I when I share it, I don't share the whole thing, I just share like a like a oh, picture. you can share the whole thing, it's no big deal. Well, I, no, no, I, I, I strategically, I'm just each, <laughs> I need I need something each day, so I'm like, all right, here's a little piece of it, here's another little piece <laughs> of it. So, uh, which it'll, update was it'll that say pinups on the in the title, pinup preview, pinup preview, there you go. There we go. Very nice. So we've got some that's Ted Davies, which I think he's got such a unique art style, which uh, I think is really cool with the white rabbit. and uh, Yeah. There. Uh, we've got Dylan Parson. He's really good. He does a lot of uh, Pokemon fan art. And I think uh, I, I think this is his, his coolest little thing. I yeah. love the, the colors on this. Yeah. Super vibrant. Uh, and then we got a black and white one, but I really like it in black and white because it, it's Griffin and um, the the mock turtle uh, trying to get away from Cthulhu, which I think is uh, really cool. I thought about coloring it, but if you colored that, you'd have to make it. Um, I think it's you know, perfect the way it is. Yeah, yeah, I think if you colored it, you'd have to make it uh, muted colors, and I, I think it may take away from it. Yeah. And then we've got this beauty right here by Abby, Abby Butler. Nice. It's awesome. And then the same thing with this one. Like this one, I could not color. Like 
No. Uh, I think it would look gray colored, but if it was not colored properly, like you'd have to spend good money to get it colored properly. You couldn't. Who did this one? Uh, his name Smith. is Dan Smiths. Very, nice. very good. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. It's always nice to have those those extra really cool pieces of art that maybe I mean some of these look like they're telling a story of their own. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. On the pinup. So yeah, that's some of the pinups that we have in there. Um, we'll probably have a couple more surprises. We don't like to give out the whole thing. We also have poems. You know, if you've ever known of our book, um, yeah, we have poems. Got to keep us all on our toes with all kinds of different things popping in. And some of the, you know, there's there's the previews of of each of the the stories here, little little glimpse of them. I was trying to scroll to. There's your uh, Grant State punk artist there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did some art in the book, which I think is great. I actually like. I I, I was just scrolling and I saw it and I was like, that's that's got to be him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel, I don't know if I've scrolled past. You scroll past it towards the top. Okay. It's, it's alphabetical, so it's D for Dodo. Aha. There we go. So there and is. And Damon hand lettered the title, so I thought it was really cool. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his story is really, really cool. Dodo is very, very cool. I like to say it starts all cute and fuzzy, and then it gets bloody and scary and screamy. <laughs> <laughs> Are Perf no. perfectly acceptable for Lovecrafty and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that that's perfect. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I just saw Matt's down below. And I've probably passed yours somewhere. Parts of yours. How many are, do you have in here, Travis? Did you? I, do like I so I write the prose in between that's things, so I don't have a lot in it. I have a. I have a story which is eight pages, and then I have a double page spread of everybody okay. fighting that I'm gonna write some up. It's it's mostly like there's not a lot of if anybody's seen the double page spread, there's not really a lot of text that's gonna go on that page because there's not a lot of room for it. There's everybody. <laughs> it's just action. Yeah, yeah. But there'll probably be like a panel. It'll probably say and the war begins or some <laughs> shenanigans. Uh, but I wrote it. I wrote it in uh, all manner of fashion when it's there. And the shenanigans begin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yes. so yeah, so here's Matt's Matt's story here. Yeah. That's, and by the uh, way, you can actually read it. Uh, we just posted it in the update. It's in the Orange Cone preview for 2022. So if you want to read it, yeah, uh, we just posted that in the updates. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, art is by Ertan Seahan. He did the uh, the backups that I did in um, Paranormal. He did he did both of those and. Uh, I guess we've talked about this a little bit, but uh, I didn't know that Jerome was the main letterer. And when Ertan was like, hey, can my wife uh, edit the, our letter of the book? I'm like, sure, let's go ahead. And uh, I was one of the the few folks that turned uh, in a story that was was lettered. Right, Travis? Yeah, yeah. That's that's why when you keep asking, can I, you know, is it time for submissions? I just keep telling you no. <laughs> it's all because of, it's all because yeah. of the letter. How so dare Jerome, you? How dare you? How dare you make me pay less to Jerome? <laughs> I just have a hard time saying no to people when they're like, "Hey, can you know?" 
obviously if I would have gotten like Comic Sans and it, the, the balloons are way off, I'd have been like, eh, let's rethink this one. But uh, I just have a hard time saying no to people. Right. And here's the one uh, that you did with Stan Yak Travis. Yeah, but let me show. So I've had that recolored, not because I thought that that person did a bad job, but um, we needed it recolored because they couldn't finish. Oh. So let me hold on. Let me see where that page is. Here, let me let's let me share a screen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Travis, whenever you're describing your 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 story and you mention the king of king in yellow, I always think of that that part in True Detective where right. they're interrogating that guy and he's like, she's talking about a king in, a king in yellow. And Ooh. I was like... Okay, I'm not going to lie. I, I I do like this coloring better. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's different. I mean, this is Stan Yak's guy. This, this is Robert Nugent uh, okay. who, who does the majority of Stan Yak's colors. If you like follow Stan Yak, he does the majority of them. Uh, so you just... I just hired the man. Um, the person who did this had to get a surgery, and she was she felt she couldn't finish it till June. Um, yeah. And I, three three pages were not useful to me. I needed all eight. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I like it. I like both of them for different reasons. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, this is very vibrant, very very cool. So let me see. I think the, the the vibrant colors is what I'm like. Yeah, this is. Does that change if I change it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's look at some of these. Oh yeah. Go through some some of the little stuff here. Oh no! Did that go away? I went away. Is it back? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to show you the one last one. There you go. Nice. So, but, but some really cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, look at those those penciling. Stan Yak is a really hard guy to color for because he uses a lot of layers. So, uh, you know, he's a uh, you. You have to have a very experienced color to do this stuff. So, I was glad to find someone. Yeah, if you, I would say if you bring in the guy who knows knows all of his lines and how he does it, that's that's perfect. Um, let me pull this back up. So, yeah, so many different awesome stories in here. I'm excited to check it out once it uh, gets all completed and sent out. And here's some of the poetry. You don't have the screen up. Oh, I need to change that setting so it automatically uh, uh, pulls up. I changed it so it didn't do that because I had issues where I'd share and it would pop up when I didn't want it to. Yeah, David did some great poetry in the last one. Um, he does great stuff. You know, he's he puts his own stuff uh, all the time. So uh, super, super excited to have him back for this new one. Yeah. Kind, kind of related to poetry, uh, Stoney took a poem and incorporated it like as his like narration through a story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he did was uh, he he took the the carpenter, the werewolf and the carpenter. Walrus. Um, the werewolf and the the werewolf and the well, carpenter. No, is, werewolf, the uh, walrus and the carpenter. Sorry, no, the, no, no, no. We 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 know what Travis's next book is. It's the werewolf and the carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Okay, yeah, I see. I see what you're talking about there. Yeah, so I think that that was really creative to use that to to bring a story together. Yeah. That, 
that's what's cool about about anthologies. You get to see all those different types of storytelling brought together. Um, like all three of you write in a different way, and you know, it's gonna it's gonna bring out different things all in that. Even though Travis is gonna say his is gonna be the worst writing, and uh... <laughs> that's why I hire so many people so they get better writing. Actually, I'm very proud of my um, my Red King story. Not because of uh, just just because it's so um, how to describe it. It's it's done in a very different different way, and it's uh, very very dark, uh, very deep cuts when it comes to um, Cthulhu lore and uh, and uh, Alice in Wonderland lore. So I I tried to prove I was smarter than everybody. <laughs> When you guys were speaking of the lore, when you guys were were writing your your stories for this, you know, did you already have a pretty good background in both Cthulhu and Wonderland, or did you have to do some research on one or the other to to get into it more? Well, so for me, um, I have some basic Lovecraftian. Um, background i did a story in uh russell nolte's um cthulhu is hard to spell the the terrible twos edition so i you know i did the thing where i tried to find you know, various uh entities and stuff like that um and then i went on like a lovecraft wiki and that's where i found the spiders of Len. and i'm like you know these are sort of you know minor creatures that are never talked about so like if i bring them in and they're they're battling i don't feel like they'll affect other people's stories so like yeah just you know going through like a lovecraft wiki and trying to find random strange stuff like that really appealed to me How about you daniel uh, i knew a good chunk about lovecraft i actually have a completed works uh by him and i also wonder that it's one of my dad's all-time favorite stories so i grew up of course watching the movie and reading the books so I kind of mixed it both, and I, I was thinking to myself when I was think, pitching the story, okay, everyone's going to want to pitch Mad Hatter, White Rabbit, Dormouse, and especially Alice. I'm like, I wanted to go somewhere a little to the side, and I chose the Dodo because I'm like, no one's going to choose the Dodo. <laughs> and, then I made, and then I decided to do the more less obvious, you know, horrible monster, and make it more like that's the keeping horror of you know occultism and the dark magic and how desperation drives you to do horrible, horrible things. And what's interesting is I end up, it's going to end up connecting with another character. And Travis, it's a, Travis and told me how quite it connects. And actually, it's really because I gave him a choice of two endings. And Travis went with the happy ending. <laughs> And I have a feeling it's not so happy. No, it's not. <laughs> Curious how how much darker it could have gotten then. It got a lot darker. <laughs> it, it, I don't know, a very ironic dark note was the uh, often be. So, Daniel, I think you, you touched on something that a lot of us folks that were, were pitching um, – we tried to stay away from like the, 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 you know, the really, really main characters to sort of up our, our chances uh, of, of getting in. I think Travis, didn't a lot of people stay away from, from Alice? Uh, yeah, no. Well, Alice was kind of always handed to Russell. So Alice was semi off the table. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, the White Rabbit and Mad Hatter were both not touched, which was crazy. Wow. <laughs> like, when I did the first round, nobody sent me submissions for the Mad Hatter or the White Rabbit. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Literally, my, my friend Michael Tremarch, which did a great job for White Rabbit. I know a lot of you guys have read it. Did a fantastic job. I think he's an amazing writer, but has no like street cred. This is his first street cred. Got the White Rabbit because nobody else submitted. I was like, good for you. <laughs> How many other dodos were there? <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, it's it was crazy. Like I remember looking at that a White Rabbit and Mad Hatter, which is the two I would pick if if I was submitting. <laughs> you know, one of those two. Ever, everyone thought, well, someone else is going to do this. Yeah. So Travis, what about you with Cthulhu? I don't know anything, which is it's really hard to write this book when you don't know anything. You just I uh, just kind of make it up and uh as long as you speak loudly and say that you know more than them, you tend to be okay. He's just a giant monster. You just, you know. No, I'm I'm, I'm really versed on Cthulhu. Um and uh luckily Alice is not that hard. Um, you know, uh the the Alice movie from Disney is actually pretty accurate except for they mix some of the through the looking glass stuff. So you got to know when to do it, when to separate the two. Um, so you don't need a lot. It's only two books. So it's, it's not that hard to catch up. I was, I was a little bit more familiar with Oz than I was Wonderland. Uh, but again, way easier to catch up because there's two books, not 20, you know? Yeah. And Pete, Neverland's going to be even easier. One book. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now people are out there trying to make different versions of, of, of Alice. Yeah, Alice is very popular uh, ever since uh, this this came up. They they heard about this this anthology and they're like, all right, well we got to do something else, and and we're gonna release it before the anthology comes out. So, I was on a, a show with uh, some of the other guys the other day, and they asked us, um, what other public domain characters that we would like Cthulhu to to invade um and i'm not quite sure that he he's there yet but i would i would like cthulhu to invade uh conan the barbarian i, I think that would work out pretty that's pretty well in the united states it isn't europe but it's not in the united states yeah conan's coming up but it's only conan uh like w one of the books five phoenix on the sword which is like the first mm -hmm. story so um, is that is that how we get like marvel comics and then we're getting like i think they're like french like translations of, of yeah other because put them in europe okay yeah interesting yeah so get get snoochie boogies tm nerdy um i i always do snoochie boogies yeah you're that that's kind of hard to do that stuff really i was actually thinking about it today it's not as exciting as what we've been doing but i wouldn't mind doing a a, a europe trilogy you know, a like Robin Hood, do a Robin Hood, uh, do a um, like King Arthur stuff, and then do a uh, like a Shakespeare stuff, Grendel and all that. Nice. I think there could be a, a Europe tour could be a lot of fun, and there there may be some other stuff we could add in there. Cthulhu invades Shakespeare, and it's all an iambic pentameter. <laughs> oh God! I, I just made it to a cold sweat. I take once in future and just uh, copy it, basically. <laughs> and just add Cthulhu to every page in the background. Right. <laughs> just throw him back. See, he invaded. 
What's He's really interesting? This is what Dave wants in the future. What's really interesting, though, is if you look at uh, the, the connection between um, uh, Howard and Lovecraft, they were um, pen pals. Yeah, there was an immense correspondence between them. In fact, one of the first people who uh, was reached out to on the, when Howard died, when Howard's father reached, one of the first people Howard's father reached out to was H.P. Lovecraft, who wrote an epitaph for uh, Howard. Huh. Well, there we go. We got we got a connection now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the other public domain that's open that I will eventually do is uh, Hundred Acre Woods. You, you, you've got to do it. But Tigger is not available till uh, 2025. So there's no point of doing that book if you cannot have Tigger. You got to um, have Tigger. You got to have Tigger. Yeah. So was he created later then? Uh, Tigger was created in one of the later books. Yeah, he wasn't created in the first book. Interesting. Yeah, Hundred Acre Woods has a few books like Pooh and all those things. Yeah, yeah. I just always thought they all started together, you know, in the first book. Right. So the the obvious question, or not the obvious question, but uh, this might uh, work out well, is you would think that like Dracula would be would be something that uh, Cthulhu could invade, right? Yeah, all those uh, monsters. monsters are, you know, Frankenstein, uh, Dracula thing. It's just, it's really, I think the closest we make it to Earth, the less exciting it gets, right? The the stuff that we can do with Wonderland and mm -hmm. Oz and, you know, in Neverland is just a little bit more exciting than attacking Dracula in Transylvania. In sure, sure. <laughs> and, and it's, and for Paul, there is a Doyle, there's a uh, Sherlock Holmes Cthulhu mashup written by Neil Gaiman called Study in Emerald, I think, which is a very, probably a very fun mashup of the two characters. Yeah. Awesome. There's lots of cool... Oh, go ahead, Matt. No, there's just like, um, like further down, there's like, like box sets, right, Travis? Yep. Like yep. collector boxes. Like this one right here. This one's empty, but it's very cool. See, it's a box. In that, we'll put books and cool nice. bookmarks like this, the metal ones, and we'll put all that kind of stuff in there. Maybe a Cthulhu pop. We'll just throw it right in there and just seal it. <laughs> I feel like I missed the Cthulhu pop on the uh, on the rewards uh, tier. Yeah, it's 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 a deep cut. It's in there. It's in there. <laughs> it's hiding behind the images of the, the books and, and everything. Right? I, actually, what I like to say is, so this is Russell's campaign. Look how happy this Cthulhu is. He's so happy and joyful. This oh, wow. is my campaign. As you see, he's not having a good time. He's not <laughs> happy that he's there. It's just, they're both Cthulhu. They just are having a different experience with what's going on. Yeah, it happens. It happens. I mean, sometimes you invade somewhere and, and you don't have a good time. Right. Um, I think it's actually, it's actually kind of brought up in one of the funnier stories in uh, Cthulhu Invades Wonderland, if I remember reading the uh, little preview. Right. Of the previous stories that I've read, it's probably my favorite to spill the tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, my, my wife is, is that, that story so good. It's hysterical. 
Yeah, no, yeah. So if you want to go go all in, lots. Uh, I mean, you can get all the uh, Cthulhu invades Oz, um, or most of the Cthulhu invades odds in here as well. Yeah, yeah. You can't get the whole thing. We've sold out of some stuff, and we're not going to reprint. Um, you know, but there, there's a lot of the good stuff in there. Yeah, this is the one I have. Uh, that's the yeah glow in the dark there. That that freaked me out the first time I turned the lights off in my my studio, and I'm like, wait, what 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 what's going on? And then I'm like, oh, that's that's glow in the dark. That's why I just went with the regular hardcover. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get freaked out by the glow if uh, yeah, it's not glowing. Um, but yeah, this is I think this this is what I did. I guess um, hardcover prints. Yeah, you probably. You, you probably didn't get the Oz set because you already have it. I have, yeah, yeah I just, yeah, because I have the one, uh, the one Oz book. Yeah. So that was, yeah, like you said before, that was, uh, that was how we met. Yeah. Over in, well, what's uh, cool about it too is in your box set or as an add on, you can get the convention special, which is a floppy. So a lot of people wanted to CGC our stuff. So we made something so you can do that, which I think is good. Yeah. Everyone loves the, the, the plastic slabs. Get those nine eights. Wow. There's some American Dreams issues I've owned by CBCS. So I, want to have, so I have hopefully some nice versions of, the, of the, my version of issue one. Nice. I want to see a CGC signed by, by every creator. I, I want you to take like the CGC representative to like go to everybody's table and be like, here's all 70 creators uh signing this and that, so that would be i think it's like 20 dollars per signature after the first so that'd be a even just by cost alone it would be expensive <laughs> prior to the grade <laughs> it's like 1400 dollars right just for the grade just for signatures alone before the grading uh, we're gonna have deep pockets or it's gonna be something done <laughs> you know over time yeah yeah because you can always get it signed get it cracked open and have them go again and take right. it and keep on going. But that, that that's the journey that someone's got to take. Now that we've talked about it. This is the challenge that we got to put out there. Well, and you know, like in the back of the book, there's a place for people to sign. So mm -hmm. people can sign. I know you got it signed by Jonathan Hendricks and myself that day, you know, um, and, and David, uh, did David have, David had a story in there too. And then, yeah. I feel like there was somebody else. There. Yeah, I feel like somebody else at the con was in it as well, and I sent you to them, but I don't. They weren't right. with us. <laughs> but no, was that maybe that was was did Carl do a cover for Broke Down? He did a cover for Broke Down. Yep, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. So I was like, I know I have some some signatures in there. Um, he, I, I know it's a different book, but I'll I'll do the same thing for Hard to Spell. If somebody comes up for Hard to Spell, and I'll I'll sign in my nameplate and then i'll pull out the program and be like this person should be three rows over here this person should be be over there to, to try to help people out it's a great it's the greatest thing about these books you know is that someone is gonna if you're doing it right and you sold the book to somebody if you don't send them to another table you're doing it wrong right and hopefully if they sell the book they'll send them back to you so you can get get a sale or at least pitch, right? It gives mm -hmm. you an opportunity to talk to them, you know. Uh, you know, while you're getting it signed by David, I got a chance to sign. David got a chance to talk to you about stake, you know. And Jonathan, I know, like you kind of—that's not your path, but it could have been your path. If yeah. You 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, well, and they brought me over to you kind of too. Right, exactly. Too. So it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm over in this book that he's got down there and then he can tell you about all of his other stuff. Um, so I, I think that's cool. You guys have that to, you know, bring readers to each other and, and spread the love of, of each other's comics too. Right. Um, so let's, let's go around, uh, wrap things up. We're about an hour, but uh, I know we can uh, plug everything again that you guys have going on. Um, we can, I guess, start with Daniel again and uh, his uh, Night Wrath. Yep. Oh. Uh, I, I was telling, telling you to, to go go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, Night uh, Wrath, it's a very fun, action-packed book. If you like 90s style action, you like it. If you like yeah. just action adventure superhero comics, you'll love it. If you like Spawn or The Max or Pit, those characters, you're going to love those as well. If you just love great art, which Gabe's a phenomenal artist, Jason Fellow, Inker, and Daily Irons are great colorists, you're going to love our art as well. Plus, the writing's not half bad. <laughs> <laughs> And I do like, like we were talking about earlier, that you, you do follow that process where you may write something, he'll draw it, and then you guys, you kind of go back and forth with, with the pieces there to really complete the process together. Yeah. yeah. And I should have American Dreams Volume 1 on Kickstarter sometime this summer, fingers crossed by July 4th, but, you know, the best thing plans on my submit. <laughs> awesome. Looking forward to it. Matt. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Matt Coon. I am currently in a book called Cthulhu Invades Wonderland. Um, mm. That is my my main focus right now. Um, I am the publisher of Ageless Press, and we should announce a book, uh, Superior Sam, in the summer. Um, I also run a podcast with my creative partner noah called constructed comics if you want to check that out um travis has been on that a number of times um and uh it's it's a lot of fun i i learned a lot um you know i i when people come on i say hey you know i learned just as much from you as you you know have gotten hopefully from from being on the podcast so it's a lot of fun i feel like i learned something every time i have people on um, I mean, even, even what's, what's public domain right now that, that could be used for anthology series. Like, that we and if, about. and if you want to check out, um, my podcast, if you look every time, Travis, <laughs> if you look every time Travis is listed, he's going to drop some dirt, uh, indie comics dirt, uh, on, on somebody. So it's sort of the, when Travis comes on, it's sort of the TMZ of, uh, indie <laughs> comics, indie comics podcasting. So. It, it's it's true uh you know he he's making a joke but he's also telling the truth it, because the people who listen to matt's podcast are people who want to learn the process of making comics so it's not necessarily doesn't mean it won't get sales it's just it's people who want to know the craft of making them yeah. uh of doing it so when i'm there i share the horror stories i share a horror story from expired from voodoo from broke down like every i go Here's my shit. Like, <laughs> would you like to hear it? And stuff I would never share on any other program, even for Cthulhu Invades. I didn't think I had some stuff, but Matt pulled up three the other day of dirt that we had in the book. Because I was like, there's no dirt this time, Matt, when we started it. And I was like, 
Oh, I guess there is a little dirt. <laughs> and this and this time he might have had some more insider knowledge on it. Right. This this time, yeah, yeah. Um, so we share the dirt, um, uh, but I think the dirt is important when you're listening to his podcast because you're there to construct <laughs> comics. So you need to have someone not bullshit you. Like you're gonna be in bad situations. You're gonna pay for stuff that you can't use. You're gonna. You're gonna have um, you're gonna hire someone who you think is best for the project and is artist, <laughs> but you don't vibe well with him, right? Yeah, it looks great, but he draws whatever the hell he wants. You wrote this, he drew this. That didn't help you, you know. Whatever the case would be, and I'm gonna talk about those situations. I don't, I don't, I don't normally name names. Yeah. I just say whatever. But I'll tell you, it's this artist. Like, like I'll say, it, he did this book for me. You can figure it out if you want to do the research. <laughs> but I, I don't normally name names. Yeah. And I just real quick, I, I, I feel like that's really important because like, um, you know, I learn um, by doing or learn by listening. And like when I've made my first comic, like everything was going smoothly. And then I had to go to like the print, the printer. And I'm like, oh, wow, like <laughs> all of this stuff is, is off. So like to just learn stuff like that is very helpful. But I, Travis, I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, yeah, I don't think you cut me off. You're good. Yeah, check out the oh. podcast on like everywhere, everywhere podcasts are. I've been able to find it. Right. It's Mark. If you have some dirt, he would love to have it. Just give yes. him some dirt. Um, <laughs> to talk to him about it. So any dirt you've heard from people who are constructing comics, just give it to Matt and just post the Sparks exclusive. You know, we can we can make these. Go well, up. we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a Patreon, so people have to like. Uh, I'll have dirt. a creator on, and he's like, "Hey, I have some dirt," and we're like. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon if you want to hear the full story. So that's that's how we're going to work that soon. That's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Depending on how 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 you know deep the dirt goes, yeah, how how high the tier they have to pay to be in to get the dirt. What you need to do, Matt, is you need to get because everybody does it when when the, it goes off the air. If you got something excited, you normally tell the guy, right? Yeah. You, Sparks, how many things you know about that's coming out that they haven't announced yet, right? I know, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm I'm like I'm always like, wait, did I learn this on air or off air? So right, I don't right. say anything. I just say, do you have anything to say? So the secret is you record those, Matt, and then you keep those. Those are behind <laughs> behind the scenes. Smart. Did you did you just see that Scott Snyder interview? Well, he stayed after for thirty minutes. What did he talk about? Very very <laughs> very, very, very true. <laughs> I think they're. I think you're sitting on a gold mine. I'm, just, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> uh, and for me, uh, if you'd like to know um, where I am or what's going on, go to CthulhuInvades.com because I don't want to talk about anything but Cthulhu. Uh, I've got uh, until my birthday, April 14th next week. I am going to be pitching this book and do it. We also lost Wait. a big backer during the show. What? What's up? Are we birthday twins? Did you say uh, April uh, my, 14th? My birthday is April 14th. We are birthday twins. That is awesome. I'm excited. I, that's a cool thing to learn. You're going to definitely get your book before April 14th. I got to make sure that, that you get packaged up so you get it for as a birthday present. Well, well, thank you. That's, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're we, birthday twins. Did we, did we dip a little bit? We did, yeah. We lost a big backer. Uh-oh. I'm not allowed to say his name, but his name's Will. <laughs> That's uh, that's all I know. I don't know anything about about him, but he he dipped. He uh, he was all in. He loved us. 
Um, and then he uh, he he no longer wants to know how Cthulhu invades Oz. So don't be like Will. Uh, he learned about the, you know the dirt that you were dropping on on podcasts, and he's like, <laughs> he's like I, I don't want to part about part of this. I don't want to be any part of this guy who's just sharing internet gossip. Um, it's actually really funny because a friend of mine is messaging me right now during this whole podcast, sharing his first comics feud. Uh, I've had several, but this is his first. <laughs> um, and I, I'm so proud. Hi. Special guest. That's the uh, that's the birthday boy, right? Yeah, this is Remy Gibb. He just turned three years old. Um, do you want to say hello? Happy birthday. Hello. Uh, hey, it's going to be Jeremy's birthday on my birthday. Can you tell him right. happy birthday? Happy birthday, not your birthday. It's my dad's birthday. Yeah, it's almost my birthday. It's not your birthday. <laughs> and yet. you just had a birthday. It was an awesome Spider-Man birthday, birthday, right? Did you have a Spider-Man birthday? Yes, yes. I have a Spider-Man birthday. One present, they did open it and wrap it on. And <laughs> you got one present, just one. I think you got way more than one, and you opened it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then bloom. Yeah, and blooms. All right, can you tell everyone goodbye? Bye. Can you tell bye. them to buy Cthulhu Invades Wonderland? Wonderland. Hi. <laughs> bye. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Bye. 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 Go get my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> There you um, go. I can't sell it more than that. Kawuyu in Wonderland. Uh, buy it back on our Kickstarter. Yeah. One week one week left the back. CthulhuInvades.com. Thank you, Travis, Daniel, Matt, for, for coming on and, and talking about Cthulhu Invades Wonderland and Nightwrath. Um, and so go, go get Nightwrath as well because that looks like it's going to be an awesome, awesome read. Yeah, I'm, I'm also to the 14th. I'm I'm backing I'm backing as soon as this is done, Daniel. So awesome. thank you. No problem. Fourteenth's a good day. Fourteenth's a good day. <laughs> We're having a party uh, for the end party uh, on my stream to to end Cthulhu Invades Wonderland. Awesome. But, uh, we'll have to we'll have to send Sparks and you promised me comics some uh, something something cool for the birthday. Well, I I appreciate that and uh, it's always a pleasure to have you guys on here and. Uh, Everyone uh, watching on the Rewind or watching live right now, thank you guys for watching, and uh, I'll catch you later.